for whatever you are believing God for, and the Lord will give it to you. But don't change your confession. Very important. Say, what you have need of, patience. That after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Whatever is the promise, there is a patience required. You need that patience to be able to get your miracle manifested to you. Now, I talk about the power of the tongue. That is where I'm going to wrap it up because that is very, very important to us believers. What you say with your mouth. What you say, what you are confessing. Now, suppose you are having ailment and you went to church or you went to people and they prayed for you and believing God with you and you claim your miracle, say, thank God I am healed. And you walk outside, somebody you have told some days ago that you were having this problem and they met you say, oh, how is your body? What do you say? Are you going to say, well, the problem is still there? Well, that is where your confession comes into play because the devil even send people on your, on your path to try to steal that testimony. But you have to testify. I, a, a man gave a testimony. Let me quote a story of a man that gave a testimony teaching us how to exercise your faith. I'm just going to say the way I understood it. And it was a minister of the gospel. When he was still young, he had problems. He woke up one morning one side of his face was kind of paralyzed, not moving. And he went to the church and when they were about to wrap up, he told the pastor, can you pray for my healing? So, okay, come forward. They anointed him with oil, pray over him. And he said, oh, he was waiting for the man to say amen. Once the man finished, he just lifted up his hand and said, thank God I am healed. And he went back and they were going home. The problem was still there. The trouble was still there. And people, they are walking together and were saying, did you really get healed when the pastor prayed for you? He said, yes, I am. He said, but uh, this, your, your, face of, your side of your face is still parallel. When you talk now, we can see that perception is not moving. I mean, they were telling him what we call reality. We could see that this problem was still there. And he said, but I know I am healed. He said, why did you say that? Said, because the word of God says so. And they went to home and said, well, the woman called mom and said, come, mama, come and look. This man is saying he has been healed. Do you see any difference from when we went to church? And he was said, oh, well, I couldn't see any difference. Why did you say you are healed? Said, but the word of God says so I'm healed. That is your confession. You have to keep confessing the word of God. And that man and the mother said, well, maybe this man knew more something about faith that we didn't know. And he went home. He said he still slept, thanking God that he was healed. He woke up the second morning, the problem was gone. So he went back to the same friends. And said, oh, you are healed now. We could see you are healed. Said, yeah, I was healed yesterday when I was prayed for. No, you are not healed yesterday. Too. He said, you have to confess. Keep confessing the word. Keep confessing the word. You don't walk by sight. You walk by faith. Faith in, in the word of God. So that is what we are trying to point out when you say the power of your tongue. What you say can reverse what you just received. Because God starts walking from inside. Let's explain that. God starts walking from the spirit. We are spirit, soul, and body. Remember that. We are three in one. 
Just like our God, three in one. We are spirit, soul, and body. Think of if you, if you, you, you have your father and he has deposited money into your bank account. So, you have money in your bank account, but if you don't know how to go and cash the money, you can be, you can die of hunger. But the money is in your bank account. But there are many ways that you can go to the bank and cash. You know, so now in the world, if you have what you call ATM card, you don't even need to see anybody. You have to know where the ATM machine is and cash. That's one way. You can go to the bank and they will give you cash after you identify yourself. That's another way. You can either write a check. Those are ways of getting your money after the bank. Similarly, God has put methods in the Bible for we, his children, to cash in in what he has already given to us. We have been healed 2,000 years ago. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, he put our pains and afflictions upon Christ. Believe that. That is why the Bible is saying, when he said himself took our infirmities upon himself on the cross. When he said, by whose right we were healed on the cross. So we believe that all of those things were already deposited for us. We were already healed. In the mind of God, whatever sickness could come against you, you were healed 2,000 years ago. Now confess that you were healed after you have been prayed for and believe it and, and, and stand your ground against that disease of trouble and it will go. Believing. Remember that. That is why he said it is like cashing what has already been deposited for you in the bank account. But these are methods that we say, lay, somebody lay your hand upon you. You lay your hand upon yourself. You have the same authority. You can lay your hand upon yourself and you shall, be, you shall recover. He said, Jesus Christ said, he shall recover. Remember that? And the sick shall recover. That shows there's a process. He shall recover. We have so many examples in the Bible where the Lord Jesus Christ told the ten lepers. Remember ten lepers? And he said, go and show yourself to the priest. When they cry unto him, Master, Jesus, have mercy upon us. And the Lord saw them and he said, go and show yourself to the priest. And they started going. When they were going to the priest, the leprosy was still there. We didn't know how many steps, how many miles to go to the city where they're going to see the priest before something changed and they were healed. So remember, there's a process for many things. And that is one of the things why we cannot try to change your confession. Like that testimony of that brother, that minister that gave his, his testimony and said, he went to home and slept over it. And it was in the morning when he woke up, the pain, the problem was gone. And then it could be enjoyed. But when he was confessing, oh, now you are here. He said, no, yes, I was here. Yesterday when I was prayed for. Believing that the Bible is believing that when I release my faith is when they lay hand upon me. From that time forward, I'm confessing and thanking God I am already healed. Remember that. And you maintain that testimony because there is power in the tongue. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Let's talk a little bit about that because that is one of the problems that we, we have as believers. Mark chapter 11, verse 23. Give me verse 23 of that Mark chapter 11. And that is where I'm going to wrap it up. Mark chapter 11, verse 23, not Matthew. Mark chapter 11, verse 23. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ said. For verily I say unto you, 
that whosoever, that includes you and me, shall say unto this mountain. Remember what we are talking about? You want to be healed, the healing of your body? It's like a mountain. They say unto that mountain, you are not even praying this time. When you pray, pray means you are asking the Father, oh Lord, please give me this. Oh Father God, give me this. But now this is different. He's saying you are saying to that mountain. Why will you be able to say to something? Because he has given you and me authority as believers. That's why you have that right to say to any mountain. So now he said, what you are, this is a process or what we call a, a, a methodology that God has, the Lord has given to us in this particular verse. He said, say unto the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And as the first clause, shall not doubt in his heart. That's the first clause. And uh, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. Now, it is what you say, what you say with your mouth shall come to pass. So if you don't want it to come to pass, don't say it. Amen. Amen. You get so upset at your child, you speak harsh word. Do you really want that to come to pass? They don't say it. So that is what I'm trying to point out when it comes to the word of our mouth. Because I, we were relating to divine healing all along, but it's stronger than just divine healing. Because there is a technology that has come to us since I happen to be a technologist. Many years ago, 50 years ago, we don't have something that we call cell phone. Also, we don't have it. Now we have cell phone. And you can turn on your cell phone and you can even ask questions from your cell phone. You can ask, what is the capital of so-and-so? And the answer, it will, it will tell you. No, so. We call it in the technological world, voice activation. You are speaking and it's answering you. Okay? Now, that is how far human beings have come. But the Lord is telling us, from this Bible verse, Mark chapter 11, verse 23, that he told us, say, because there are, Technology, I call it technology, spiritual things God has already created. We discover some of these things in the again world. That's why God slowed down the human beings. God kind of slowed human beings down. 6,000 years ago, when he created Adam, and then they came to about 1,000 years later, and they wanted to build the Tower of Babel. God has to slow them down. Because if God has not slowed them down, they could have destroyed it because they are going to destroy themselves next few years, third world war, nuclear blast, they will have destroyed the whole world. But suppose God did not slow them down. They could have done that two, four thousand years ago and destroyed the whole world because they are going to destroy the whole world in the third world war. That Bible just can say if the if the days were not shortened, no flesh will be saved. See? But the days will be shortened. So you can see why God slowed them down. That we are now coming to the point where we can do voice activation. And you can say, I turn in and say, Google, what is the capital of Kenya? And it, it will answer. You have yours, maybe yours is Siri in iPhone. And that is what we have come to. Then we have gone beyond that to do nuclear weapons and so on. But God is telling us, in the spiritual world, there are technology God has already ordained. We are being told how to tap into it. Just like God said knowledge shall be increased, he allowed man to tap into 
enough technology that we're able to now do this voice activation of something. And you can now talk from here to China. Look like the fellow is there. You can even see the fellow in China, not so. And you'll be talking back and forth. That is how far we have been able to. But you see, all of those things, we were just discovering them. But you know, God has created some things in this world that we don't know how to tap into it. When I was talking on, the, on my radio book, I said, this one that we call technology here, we have what we call community of engineers that discover all of these things over the years. And now we have come to the point where we have voice activation. But there is a community of spirits, and they never die. And they have perfected this thing. The Lord Jesus Christ says, voice activation also. If you shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. But what can make it not to happen? Doubt. If I take my cell phone, I try to talk to him, and I didn't say it quite well, the button is not pressed. Even Mr. Google will not know what I said. That's like confusing the system. Christ said, don't doubt in your heart, but believe what you say shall come to pass. Believe what you say shall come to pass. That doubt is what can reverse and make it not to work. And now I'm saying that you can put that and extrapolate it on even healing of our body. What are you saying? After you have prayed for yourself, what are you saying with your mouth? Very important. Why? Because Jesus Christ said, it is the Father that is in me that doeth the works. That is the Spirit of God. And he's saying, those things have been ordained. What are you saying with your mouth? Are you confessing that I thank God I have received it? And somebody challenges, well, you have not received it yet. Why do you say you have received it? Quote the Bible. The Bible says I have received it. Don't change your confession. And there's a Bible verse that Lord Apostle Paul told us how to hold fast your confession. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. Saying that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God. Let us hold fast our profession. Actually means confession. Whatever you are confessing, hold it fast. The same thing was said in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. You need to hold fast your confession, confessing the same thing that God said. Confess the same thing that God said. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for, the, for he is faithful that promised. If God has given you a promise, and this promise is what we just quoted in the Bible, if they shall lay hand upon the sick, they shall recover. That is for healing. In anything you want from the Lord, you need to exercise that faith. And when you pray, believe that you receive them. And after you say you believe, you receive them, begin to thank the Lord that you are receiving them. And while you are thanking the Lord, the devil is challenging you to try to make you doubt because it has not manifested yet. Don't change your confession. Praise the Lord. Because the word of our mouth is what the Lord will use to make sure that we receive what we said we have believed God for. Praise the Lord. Now we're going to just pray for one for another. That's how I'm going to wrap up the, the, the exhortation. That is, there are ways that you can receive your healing. And I terrorize some of those ways. Pray one for another. Somebody pray over you. They anoint you with oil. But you claim it. All of those, then you have to exercise faith after you have been prayed for, believing that I receive it and I'm not going to change my word. 
I'm going to keep confessing and thanking the Lord that you have received what you have prayed for. And that is not just for healing, whether you're praying for job or you're praying for financial breakthrough. Once you have prayed, how many times should I pray? How many times should I pray? Pray and live. And you know, if you know he heard you, then begin to thank him. Because many times, just can say repetition, repetition can be a doubt. Repeating yourself, repeating yourself can be a doubt. If I say I've prayed and I thank God he has heard me concerning my particular request, now I'm thanking him today, tomorrow. It has not manifested yet. You can say thank you, Jesus, because I prayed yesterday, you, you have heard me. You have to maintain that and keep thanking him and don't assume that he didn't hear yesterday and throw that one and start praying all over again. No, you're just bringing in doubt. How many times should I pray? Pray once and begin to thank him that you receive it until it manifests. It's what I will say. Begin to thank him that you have received it until it manifests. There are some things you can say you are praying for nations. We are praying for Nigeria. We have been praying for Nigeria. We have praying for America. We have been praying against all these coronaviruses. Well, if you pray that Lord move these things out of the lands and we thank God, we all pray together, we thank God and we believe God and then you gather tomorrow again to pray. What should you say? God, move it out of the lands. He already heard you yesterday. Thank him that he has done it. Thank him that he has done it. And keep thanking him that he heard you yesterday and the process has started. Don't begin to say, oh, maybe he didn't hear you yesterday. When he said, I heard you the first time you, you called. Amen. Another thing, another minister said something. He said, if I am praying for something and I didn't get it. There must be a change somewhere. A change. Not with God. It has to be with us. Maybe something needs to change. Something needs to change. And that has to be with us because he never changes. So if you have prayed for something and you are not getting it, then maybe you need to look inside. What have I done wrong, Lord? Maybe the first thing we need to do is to check our love work. Am I walking in love? Because that is the covenant. He said, a new commandment I give unto you and me, that you love one another. When he gave the commandments to Hebrews in Egypt, or when they left Egypt in the wilderness, he said, if you will keep my commandments and keep my statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I put upon the Egyptians. Look like that's their covenant. If you keep all these laws and statutes and obey his voice, you will not be visited with any of these diseases. But what is the commandment for us? He said, a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you. So now if I'm loving my brother, I'm talking of in the body of Christ, make sure that you are walking in love. So if there is anything you have been praying about, praying about, you are not getting it, the change has to come somewhere. Somebody has to change. Not him, me, you. And that is why you have to begin to look inside. Am I walking in? That's the first commandment. The only commandment he gives to us. If you walk in love, there's no reason why he shouldn't give you what you ask for. If you walk in love, there should be no reason for the devil to put any of these diseases upon us. Then we have to look inside. Am I walking in love? Between myself and my spouse, between myself and my brethren, between myself and anybody. Because anything that is contrary to love, 
Anything that is causing hatred, it's not with God. He said that God wants us to walk in love because he wants to live inside us. He wants to be like him. And the only thing that can be in there, you know, the first thing you have to shake is to walk, check your love wall. And if you check your love wall, look at an example of Job. Job was afflicted because we, somebody may say, well, you know, everything does not depend on what you do. Job was afflicted. And his friends came and said, Job, you know, something must be amiss here. Maybe you have a secret sin that you have not confessed. And they were, so Job searched, Job said, yeah, search himself. He couldn't see anything wrong. So that's why I said, just search yourself. If you cannot see anything wrong, then present your case before the Lord. Maybe you'll be like those that God is boasting of, like Job. And then God is going to come through for you. But surely in case there is something, that's why, I, that's why that angel told us in that play when we're doing a prayer meeting or we're doing a breaking of bread, confess your faults one to another. Because it could be from within us. That is why the answer is not coming. And when you check yourself that there's nothing, no hidden agenda, no hidden sin, I have walked in love, I have forgiven one another, I have asked for forgiveness for anyone that offended me, and this thing is tiring, then you can present your case before the Lord. And he will answer. But he said, confess your faults one to another. If you are not getting an answer, check within you. There must be a change somewhere. Praise the Lord. Let's stand up to our feet. That's how we're going to go right over the prayer. Let's stand up to our feet and thank the Lord and just pray. If you have any unanswered prayer, that's what we are going to pray for. Because we have talked about healing. It could also be anything. You pray for this, you pray for that, and things have not been, there's no breakthrough yet. We want to talk to the Lord. I don't need to, you don't need to anybody to pray for you. I want you to just think of what we have just said. Maybe the reason why you have not gotten your answer, maybe some deficiencies in me or in you. Ask the Lord to open it to you. Confess your faults one to another. When you see the person that you have offended, you want to apologize. There's a fellow that has that another testimony of a woman that has been going for prayer over and over again and she has not gotten the healing and she was in the meeting where the, the preacher talked about this that you need to walk in love and that could be the reason why some things were not answered and she was convicted, she remembered that she and her brother, her only brother have not been talking for 25 years she said, huh she decided to go and call her brother after the, after the fellowship she went and called her brother and said forgive me of that and oh i've been trying to call you to forgive me and they resolved that and then she was healed without anybody praying for her that is what we are saying if you have any praying anything that have been in that have been in that prayer and not been answered check yourself do you have any offense with somebody not i'm not talking to somebody in your church somebody your family members somebody that you are not walking in love god is dealing with you and me not with that unbeliever that you offend that offended you between you and me because God wants to live in your heart and wants to answer your prayer and for him to answer your prayer you must be working with him because Christ said if you abide in me and my words abide in you and that's how we abide in him obeying his precepts praise the Lord well we will continue this message in the next broadcast the Bible said precept shall be upon precept line upon line a little there, a little there. 
And I pray that you will not miss the next broadcast so that you can build upon that which you have just learned today. The Bible said, faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In, in other words, you can say faith coming by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. It's not just a one-time shot. You must keep hearing the word so that your faith can be built up. We shall continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.